Thank yous. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976 states, allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, education, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Hello, thank you for joining me for another episode of Mind Cues. Today we're going to be reacting to a BuzzFeed video called The Bizarre Death of Elisa Lam. Two guys, Ryan and Brent, give a summary of what happened to Elisa Lam. This is based off the Netflix series Crime Scene, The Haunting at the Cecil Hotel. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to watch it because it's so awesome. Okay, let's get started. So today we're driving to this Bayonne Main Hotel, or as it was formerly known, the Cecil Hotel. Uh, as part of an ongoing series where I tell this guy true crime stories. And today, we have the privilege of actually going there because it's in LA. And uh, this place happens to be the site of one of the most bizarre mysteries I've ever read. Alright, so we're in our hotel room now. I guess it's time to tell this story. In a giant red chair that's <laughs> shaped like a hand. <laughs> so on January 26, 2013, 21-year-old Canadian tourist Elisa Lam checked into the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. On February 19th, 18 days from the last time she was seen, Elisa Lamb's body was found naked and floating in a four-foot by eight-foot water tank on the roof of the Cecil Hotel where she was staying. This sounds horrible. You want to know what it was that led to her discovery? Uh... It was hotel guests complaining about the low water pressure from the hotel. Hmm. I don't know why anybody would drink sink water from a hotel, but hey, they were, and it was discolored, and it tasted funny, and they just went along with it. One couple after the fact reported that the water would come out black before normalizing, and that it had a bad taste, but didn't complain at the time because they thought that was normal for LA. Are you gonna drink the water? No, I'm not gonna drink the water. No, don't drink that. Brent, come drink on, some man. water. Cheers. You're a savage. Tastes clean? I mean, it has been three years. It tastes just like water, but it's it's too much for me to bear. I can't. <laughs> Plus, there's like this weird fucking water pipe thing going on up here. Another interesting piece of info is from a statement from the hotel manager. Apparently, when Elisa checked into the hotel, she was originally in a hostel-style shared room, but later was moved to her own private room due to complaints from her roommates of odd behavior. Odd behavior is an understatement. So the hotel manager who worked there for 10 years said that this girl, Lisa, was writing little notes and sticking it on her hostel roommate's belongings saying, get out now, leave now, go away. That was very strange. And so they decided to move her into her own private room, even though she was going to be checking out in like a day or so. I thought that was just unnecessary. There's no reason to have moved her to a separate room after she had already been staying with other people. She's leaving soon, just let it be. Turns out the last time she was seen was actually on surveillance footage from the hotel elevator. I'm gonna show you the key points of it. Show me, there's footage? Yeah, what you're about to see is, I don't, I don't know. wanna see, is there dead, I don't wanna see it. No, 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 it's, it's, it's weird. I'll tell you that, it's mm -hmm. weird. All right, so this is the surveillance footage from the elevator. So she gets on the elevator. The she was seen. And she starts pressing That's all the buttons down the middle row. Peeking in and out of the elevator, creepy. Why is she? Standing in the corner. It like looks like she's hiding. I'm not sure what. It looks like someone was chasing her. But there's nobody there. But I feel like you wouldn't get out of the elevator if someone was chasing you. And she steps out. And she steps to the side, all like robotic-like, and then steps back into the elevator. 
I mean, she appears to be moving her hands in like a really weird, inhuman way. Like, How are the elevator doors not closed yet? Okay, so the elevator doors. She pressed all the buttons down the middle row, and it was later revealed that the last button on the middle row was the door open button. If you press that button, it triggers the doors to stay open for two minutes. So while she's in there, standing in the corner, moving all around, stepping in and out, moving her hands all around, all crazy like the girl from the ring, the elevator doors stay open. And when you first see it, it's like, oh my God, that is so creepy. And it does appear to look like she might be talking to somebody, but you never see anyone else on this video besides her. It almost looks like she's talking to somebody right now, right? Does it not look like she's talking to somebody directly in front of her? No. Yeah. I mean, not directly in front of her, down the hall, but... I mean, there's no one in front of her, so... Yeah, that's, okay. That's the video, I mean... Point one, that's strange. That's I'll give you that. super strange, right? But that doesn't really give us any information. I mean, it gives you some theories, though. One of which was she was on hallucinogens or drunk. And while Elisa was, in fact, bipolar, and reportedly took four different medications for that disorder, this theory that she was on hallucinogens or drunk was quickly rebuked by the fact that her toxicology test results came back with nothing in her system that could have contributed to her death. Also, the toxicology report showed that she had very low levels of her bipolar medication in her system. So she basically was not taking her medication as prescribed. Yeah, but that, if she's bipolar just right there, that could explain why she was doing that. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, another theory was that she was actually murdered, but the autopsy showed no visible signs of trauma on her body. So, the theory that she was murdered was brought on by a bunch of internet sleuths. So a bunch of people on the internet decided that some death metal singer who had posted a video about him staying at the hotel was a murderer. His name was Morbid, and they totally ruined this guy's life and career by accusing him of her murder. So if evidence suggests that it wasn't foul play and that it wasn't drugs, many wonder what could have like led Elisa to actually climb in the tank herself. And that's a good question because nobody knows even how she got up there. I mm -hmm. mean, in fact, to get to the roof, Elisa would have to either A, climb up the fire escape, and there's three at the hotel, but you'd have to go out a window to do that. Easy. Uh, B, go through a locked rooftop door that would set off an alarm if open. And if it worked. Her that day. Once she even got up there, which at this point, after seeing that video, I think it's highly unlikely she was able to do that, but okay, fair enough, she got up there somehow. She would have to get on the tank platform, climb mm -hmm. up a 10 foot ladder, open a 20 pound lid, get into the tank, and somehow closed the fucking lid after she got in. Okay, so one of the detectives told a reporter mistakenly that the lid was closed. However, the cops are not the ones who found her. A maintenance worker for the hotel found her, and he says at the very end of the series, because they're keeping it for suspense, the lid was open. It was not closed. So she very well could have jumped in there and drowned. Why she would do that, I don't know. She's off her medication. Or maybe somebody forced her up there by gunpoint. Nobody knows. That's why it's a mystery. And then you also got to remember she was naked, so that means she either took her clothes off before, or the clothes never found. The clothes were found in the tank, so she must have taken the clothes off in the tank, or they were thrown in. Mm -hmm. Or they were thrown in. Exactly. Yeah. This whole scenario to me is fishy. Sketch. Yeah, definitely fishy. For her to have done that all herself. So uh, another popular theory. You're not going to like this, but I have to say it, is uh, ghosts. 
If you look at the video, it appears as if Elisa is talking to someone right outside the elevator, which has led some on the internet to believe that she's talking to the ghost of serial killer Richard Ramirez, mm. who was convicted of 13 murders and stayed in the Cecil Hotel from 1984 to 1985. It's also worth noting that Ramirez was a known Satanist. Absolutely not. So you're saying you don't think there's even a little bit of a possibility that this place is a little haunted and it can drive people into some crazy shit. To me, it's basically like saying, so you don't believe there's a middle possibility that the spaghetti monster did this. You know, like, <laughs> there's no recorded history of, of a spaghetti monster. I don't know where you're getting that. Show me the scientific journal in which they've posted all these uh, ghost studies. There is footage of things moving on their own. Footage is not science. There's no one that's like, I'm gonna be a ghost scientist. Why not? Because that's there's a weird, footage. Just think of that title on a business card. That's weird, I'm a ghost scientist. Yeah. And that's really just the tip of the iceberg for the Cecil. It also played home to Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweger in 1991, was the site of an unsolved murder in 1964, and was also, according to some, one of the last places the Black Dahlia was seen alive. So the hotel manager that worked there for 10 years said that there are at least 80 deaths. And so at first I thought, that's not that many, 80 deaths in 10 years, but it's a hotel. Why are there 80 people dying in your hotel? Oh my gosh, isn't that crazy? And to pile it on even more, there have been numerous accounts of people who have jumped to their death from the roof of the Cecil to the point where longtime residents refer to the hotel as the suicide. If anything, that goes against the ghost theory because there's already recorded history of it being easier for people to get up onto the roof, therefore it must have been easy for her to get up onto the roof. Let me check to see if it's actually the roof or if it's just jumping. Oh, okay, now you're changing your story because it doesn't fit your designed ghost story package. <laughs> see, you can't just... I'm gonna check. Change gonna check the facts in order to... I'm gonna serve you up a fresh truth pancake right now. We'll see how you like it. Hold on. I do like pancakes. <laughs> Jump to their desk from the building. Never says the roof. Authorities ultimately ruled Elisa's death was accidental drowning. I'm just feeling bad for the family whose people yeah. are ripped, like... And that's exactly what my next point was going to yeah. be. It's like, lost in all the madness is the family. Yes. Who also actually filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the hotel, Good. which was eventually dismissed. What? But... It's like not I their fault. Before, the, the real tragedy is to the family. Wow, that was super interesting. I encourage you to watch that Netflix series, The Haunting at the Cecil Hotel. I just watched it recently with my husband. We were getting kind of angry with the internet sleuths over there. They're investigating like, oh, we know who did it. Going after people and saying, you did this and that. We gotta figure this out and justice for Elise and all this stuff. This People are crazy. And they will ruin your life and career just because they can. That's it for this week. Until next time, survive your mind.